Uh, hello? Is this thing on? Testing? Hello? Uh, hi, hi there, listeners. I'm Grunkle Stan. Do I sit down here? I was, I was promised a plate of bacon. Is there bacon for me? No, I'm not gonna do this for free. All right, they just gave me a dollar. Give me two. Okay, okay. All right, hi, hey, it's me, Grunkle Stan. So here's the deal. Apparently, my sweaty grandnephew, Dip Dop, was recording the entire summer with Zeus's video camera like a little weirdo. Like every single thing we did the entire summer, he was recording. That's that's what we're watching right now. It's kind of creepy that he did that. He gets that from Ford, I think. That and his inability to make eye contact with women. Anyway, he wanted me to, I don't know, I guess give commentary on like this day of our lives that he recorded for like a school project or something. So here I am. Here's my voice. Crank up the volume. You really want to hear that gravel. You want your neighbors to hear it too. It takes it takes a lot of really bad living to sound this way, so I earned it. Enjoy. Um, I don't know what this is. I guess uh, I guess Dipper cut together like a musical montage of various moments. It's fairly fairly professional. Frankly, it's embarrassing that he spent that much time on it. So um so yeah so this is this was a day in my life. This was a uh, just a regular old day. A little bit of scamming people, a little bit of punching dinosaurs in the face. You know, I, I get I get why Dipper wanted my commentary. I mean, I'm a pretty great man, so I understand wanting to hear my perspective on things. Uh, I have a lot to say. What do you think? Dance party? Uh, so, so many, so many pearls of wisdom. Um, let's, let's see, uh, what's, what's new in my life? Uh, I went to the doctor today. Well, he wasn't a doctor so much as he was so stressed up in a lab coat reading WebMD off of his phone. You know, I think I'm gonna give my life savings to some quack with a medical degree. No, not gonna happen. You know, I heard on AM radio that vaccines let the government read your thoughts. Nice try, Uncle Sam. Go back to Russia. Anyway, who wants to hear about my various body problems? You name it, I got it. Hernia, got it. Abnormal rashes, oh, you better believe I got abnormal rashes. Who's got two thumbs and a liver that's hanging on by a thread? This guy, baby. Let's see, what, what other body problems do I have? Uh, according to Seuss, I got boxer's ear, money lung, brass knuckles, sailor's mouth, ingrown eyebrows, Achilles everything, something called super gout, dog pox, seasonal squash nose, chronic uncle jokes, tooth flu, strep leg, Something called face worm. You know, when an earthquake is coming, my knee swells up. And when a music festival's coming, my fist swells up in rage. I'm also partially deaf because my ears are next to my mouth. And I've been diagnosed as having no indoor voice. And now to read you my current blood pressure statistics. Warning, they're terrible. Oh wait, sorry. There's a sticky note here from Dipper. It says, don't talk about your body problems. I guess I'm supposed to talk about the video. I don't know, I mean, what, what, is, what is there to say? Uh, you know, I'm trying to give the people what they want. Let's talk about the day. Um, I remember it was really hot. That was the first thing. Uh, you know, Dipper and Seuss, they went off on some kind of journey. You know, Dipper and Mabel's mom, they said, you know, keep a close eye on these kids over the course of the summer. Don't let them get into trouble. Don't let them wander into any cemeteries or off of any cliffs. Keep them away from sharp objects and... You know, but they didn't say anything about monsters, so I think I'm covered, honestly. Uh, let's see, what, what happened? 
What happened? You know, I mean, it was a, you know, it was just like any other day in Gravity Falls. I, um, let's see, you know, I got out of bed. I did 300 push-ups. I ate some steamed carrots. <laughs> no, come on. What do I look like, a sucker? You only live once, friends. Here's a real routine for Grunkle Stan. I got out of bed, ate a basket of cold cinnamon rolls I found in a drawer, laid on the carpet for about an hour until Seuss came and poked me with a stick. You know, that, that's basically how most of my days start up. Then I went into the basement to work on that darn portal. I mean, I can talk about that, right? Cat's out of the bag now. Yeah, you know, I was, I was working on that portal every day. I mean, you see me here, you know, being a bear of a man, a leader, a titan of industry, but uh, off camera, prior to this uh, adjusting my tie in the mirror, I was downstairs trying to figure out how to get my brother back from that dimension that he, through various means, wound up in. It was partially my fault, partially his. You know, who can really say, you know, the point is, I wasn't just the curmudgeon I look like here. You know, every morning, I, was, I would go downstairs and I would work on trying to figure out how to get him out of there. You know, um, I was, uh, you know, part of my daily routine. I was tightening screws, trying to teach myself high school math so I could get the thing up and running. I also did a lot of punching the portal, like Fonz and the jukebox. And let's not forget that toxic waste I stole. Uh, those are some good memories. So, you know. Every day, you know, it would be something like this. I work on the portal, break some things so that Seuss has some stuff to fix, get in my suit, and give a tour like the one you're looking at. You know, I, I, I like to mix it up on my tour. Um, you know, I mean, you know, sometimes, sometimes I take people through the shack. Uh, you know, sometimes I show them taxidermies. Sometimes optical illusions. Um, this, this corn, this unicorn made out of corn, I, I bought that at a rummage sale. Um, I should have known somebody would eat it. You know, I kind of had a running pool with Wendy if it would get eaten by, uh, by Seuss or Dipper or Mabel. Forgot about the pig. Probably should have bet on the pig. So, you know, here's the kid up in the attic. Uh, just, just in the dark like a creep. Like a, like a weirdo. I mean, you know, I, I don't understand. I feel like all photographers, there's something wrong with their heads. They're, they're, they're passively observing life. You know, not like me, grabbing life by the horns and making money off of it. Um, you know, because I could make money off of anything. The key to being a showman is turning anything into an attraction. Like, I, I have this pool of stagnant water that collected by the front door after the radiator broke. So I, you know, I call it the befuddle puddle. And I charge an extra dollar to see your reflection. Feeling befuddled yet? Is what I say to the people. And I, I, you know, I also glue a lot of things to other things to make a thing that's new. So, you know, you give a turban to an armadillo. Now it's a carmadillo. Glue a cat to another cat. Now you got a double cat. You know, sometimes people point out that they just drove 10 miles to see a wet floor and a bunch of angry cats glued to each other. And that's when you got to diffuse the situation with comedy. Um, you know, I'm always doing different material. I'm sort of an amateur comedian. Can I, can I swear on this thing? There's a guy, he's shaking his head at me. He's giving a thumbs down. He's doing like a cross your throat thing with his finger. I, I'm not sure. Is that, is that a yes I could swear? Now he's like freaking out. He just ran out of the room. All right, maybe maybe I have to you know watch my mouth on this thing. Um, but uh, you're not getting the full experience, kids. I'm pretty hilarious without the sensors breathing down my neck. Um, you know, people always ask me, Stan, where do you get your material? Little word to the wise for aspiring comedians out there. Bumper stickers. Wisdom of the road, right there. I've never seen a bumper sticker that didn't make me laugh. Like. Uh, on the, on the way here this morning, I saw one that said, Driver carries no cash. He's married! 
Oh, that's my money long acting up. What's that? <laughs> He's married. <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, I don't have a crowd around me right now, but if I did, they would be laughing as hard as I just was. You know, it's a little, it's, you know, it's a play on social mores, etc. Um, uh, let's see, what are we looking at here? Yeah, I, I guess Dipper somehow got his camera into my mind. Not, not really sure how he did this, but, um, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm pretty good at weaving a yarn. And this was a tale I told to Mabel to, um, you know, to make her see the real me. Because sometimes the truth is hiding within a lie. You know, like, you might tell a lie, like, uh, you know, I, I fought a monster to save your pig. And the truth is, you're directly responsible for the pig getting stolen. But the deeper truth is... You you would have you would have fought a monster, right? It's like a, it's sort of like a truth turducken, lie truth, lie truth. You know who's who's really who's really to say what what is real and what is not. Certainly not Seuss. He has no idea what's real. So um you know uh let's see uh jokes. I told you about my medical problems. Um. All right, okay. I know, I know what I know what Dipper wants to hear. I know, I know why he asked me to do this. He wants to know a little bit about the real Grunkle Stan. You know, you guys see this paragon of attractiveness and virtue. You don't learn the the, the warts and all. Um, you probably want to hear about my ex-wife, right? Okay. You know, there, there's not much to tell. I, I bring her up every now and then. I, I tell jokes. Uh, you know, sometimes comedy comes from a place of pain. Uh, you know, I was actually married for less than a day. Vegas situation. Reached for the same slot machine handle and it was love at first sight. Marilyn. Had hair like an airline stewardess and a neon pink shirt that said, Over 30 and very flirty. Man, I was, I was putty in her hands. You should have seen the way she threw dice. One time right at my head. Turns out she only married me to distract me while she stole my car and all my winnings. And I guess her name was fake and her hair was fake. But, you know, the love was real. She really was the one that got away. Like, literally, it was a proper getaway. She was chased by cop cars for about a mile out of Vegas before ducking out a door and into a canyon and making off with all my loot. Sometimes I still think of her. That pale bingo hall skin. That one weirdly sharp tooth. Sorry, I'm, I'm getting nostalgic. Point is, yeah, you know, I, I had love in my life once. And, uh, you know, it, it bit me. You know, I, I think I learned a little bit of a lesson from that, which is you open your heart and uh, blood comes out and you die. So, you know. Try not to be a sap like I was. Um, let's see. Let's let's talk about it. let's talk about what's going on here. Um, uh, this is the only time you will ever see me set foot in a building of any kind of spiritual significance. I'll say that much. Oh gosh, this guy. Yeah. So uh, you know, old man McGucket. He's kind of a he's kind of a liability. I mean, I, I guess he helped us save the world with that robot and whatever. Um, but, you know, prior to me realizing he was a genius, he was mainly just a nuisance. Like, I think I run, ran over him with my car a couple times. Like, he's like a possum. He just runs out in the middle of the road. I mean, you know, everyone in Gravity Falls has run over Old Man McGucket at least once. It's kind, of, it's kind of a rite of passage when you're in that town. You know, obviously I didn't want him on this mission, you know, McGucketing up the whole thing. He was a liability. I mean, let's face it. Various tales that we didn't need to hear. That gold tooth glinting in my eye, distracting me all the time. Uh, you know, I'm pretty sure he was responsible for getting us to fall off of this thing. Wait, let's wait and see. Yeah, there it is. Called it. His fault. And sometimes I remember things being someone else's fault, but in this case, I was right. All McGucket. So, yeah, I mean, this, you know, this, this day, I, the other thing I remember about it was, uh, you know, it, it represented a real, um, a real missed opportunity for me. 
uh, because uh, this this could have been a great tourist trap, right? Like like a land, you know, that time forgot, a park of Jurassic creatures. Uh, I I can't think of a great name for it, but like you know, Dino Fun Wacky Sap Town Park, something like that. Um, I mean, just picture what this would have been like. Okay, this is like a once in a lifetime dream to charge saps to literally look at sap. Like, I'm always scamming people, but pun-based scams, that's the sweetest plum. I could have made that happen. Um, sadly, I lost the chance when the place caved in at the end of the day. I, you'll see. The, the, the dinosaur mishap kind of gets out of hand, and the, the whole thing goes bottoms up. You know, I suppose Sixer might be able to make some kind of drill that could get me back down to the dinosaur cave for some real attractions, but, you know, his inventions always backfire. <laughs> like this one time in high school. He'll hate that I'm talking th about this. Um, should, I should I talk about this? Yeah, I'll, I'll do it. Okay. So this one time in high school, my brother, Stanford. Well, okay, it started out like this. So Fordsy had a fear of girls ever since Kathy Crenshaw got freaked out by his hand in third grade. Uh, those of you listening, I got a brother. He's got six fingers. It's kind of cool. He's great at piano. You know, he could do some really cool, like, shadow puppets. Um, but in, in elementary school, kids can be cruel, and, uh, I guess it kind of traumatized him. He tried to hold a girl's hand. She, uh, I don't know, spilled a bunch of punch on his head, and, um, ever since then, he had a hard time talking to girls. You know, unlike, unlike myself. Um, you know, that's life. Anyway, cut to high school. The guy's never kissed a girl, and prom is coming up, and he asked me for advice. Stanley, I know, I know things have been a little weird between you and me with college, but can you talk to me about girls? Um, and, you know, I, I said, uh, whatever you do, don't be yourself. You're gonna freak them out. Act like me. Um, and so, uh, you know, we, uh, we tried for a couple of days. We actually traded places. He dressed up as me. I dressed up as him. And I was hoping that that would make the ladies flock to him. But instead, he was ruining my reputation, right? Like, he was just destroying my game all over the place. So we switched back. I said, you're a hopeless case. And he, his solution, as he is wont to do, is he built like a kissing practice robot, okay? It was basically a mannequin head with a Rubik's Cube for a mouth and a siren attached to his head that would go off if you were kissing it wrong. Like, he read a bunch of mom's magazines for women about men, and he programmed that into the machine, so the only way to get the siren to stop is for you to learn to kiss properly. Anyway, cut to all of us at gym class. The head falls out of his gym bag. The siren starts going off. The only way for him to stop the thing is to kiss it in front of the whole class. <laughs> oh, man. <sighs> he was still more popular than me. Not my fault. You know, I don't know. I, I just have an excess of personality. Some people get jealous. You know, Dad always taught me that the way to get people to respect you is to punch the biggest person in any room the first time you enter that room. But if you do that in school, you know, then apparently you have rage problems, quote-unquote, according to the counselor. Darn hippie. Childhood, childhood, you know, it's hard. It's hard, guys. No matter how you slice it, all right? I mean, it's clearly not easy on these kids. I think I was a pretty good caretaker, though. I mean, all things considered. Let's, okay, let's get real, guys. The pig's cute, okay? Like, I knew the pig was cute from day one. You see it in that nest. You're feeling it. I'm feeling it. Looking at it, you feel your desire to eat bacon slightly subsiding. I mean, a little bit, like 5%. You know, like, I, I, didn't, I didn't want the pig to actually, you know, get eaten by wolves. I was hoping that I could just get it out of my crosshairs so that it wouldn't get in the way of my various amazing jokes and, you know, uh, 
I was also a little worried that it might get lost in the portal, so I wanted it out of the house. Uh, but I, I, I didn't want this to happen, all right? Like, what you're watching right here, me tussling with a, a pig getting attacked by a dinosaur, plummeting into a ravine. This was not how I expected this day. This is not how I expected this day to wind up. But, uh, you know, push comes to shove. You know, I'm, I'm not a bad guy, right? Like, like, how many of you looking at this video right now, how many of you think that I'm going to let this pig get eaten by a monster? Is that, is that what you think of me? Not going to do it. Not going to happen. The Fez. You know, sometimes people ask about my Fez. I, I, there might be some people listening in Dipper's class that are curious. Yeah, that's actually my old man's. Actually, that, that thing. That belonged to my dad. Um, he would come home late uh, the first Thursday or second Thursday of every month. He had this, um, like, Masonic Lodge that he was a part of. The Loyal Order of the Holy Mackerel, something like that. It was just a bunch of old guys who worshipped, like, a fish in a tank. And they did a bunch of weird rituals, something about brotherhood. Here's the secret behind the Masons, all right? I never really joined, so I could tell you. They're just trying to get away from their wives and girlfriends for one night, eat pasta, and tell dumb jokes. Like, they, they act like, oh, they control the world. They don't control the world. They, they can't even control their own interpersonal relationships. They just, they just want to play poker and have a night to themselves, right? I think that's what my dad was doing. Anyway, I guess he uh, bestowed his hat upon my brother... Um, thinking that maybe he, one day he would join the fraternal order. And then um, when I took over my brother's house, I, I took the hat as a showman. And, uh, you know, it fit my head pretty good. All right, if you got popcorn, now's the time you should eat it. Because uh, prepare for some heroism. This is, all right, it looks pretty dramatic what I'm about to do on camera. But, like, re real talk, like, I, I basically couldn't get out of bed for three days. This, this was incredibly painful. Impressive, but but painful. You know, the, the important thing is, um, the important thing is that the kids came out all right. Uh, they didn't get eaten by a monster like McGucket there. Uh, you know, I was a pretty good caretaker. You know, a lot of people ask me, they say, Stan, you have impeccable genetic material. Why haven't you sired an heir? People are always saying that. You know, that's an easy one, because kids, kids are a giant hassle. I, I was once a kid, and it was the worst. And the only thing worse than kids, parents. My dad was a cold-hearted ex-bricklayer who would rather list my faults at Passover than throw the old football around. Seriously, I never, I never played catch with my old man. You know, for, for a science fair, actually, I asked Ford to help me invent a football-throwing robot just to get someone throw a football around with me. But uh, Ford wouldn't do it. He was mad about the whole Kissbot incident. So I had to invent my own football-throwing robot. I just duct tape a football to a toaster. I called it Footbot. I mean, what's, what's a guy got to do to get one game of catch with his old man? Right? Yeah, whatever, whatever. Doesn't matter. You know, I have, I have, I have, I have my own family. I, have, I do have a son. Benjamin, Abe, Hamilton, Washington. This pile of money I've collected over the years, that's my true family. You know, I can kind of glue it together in the shape of a child, maybe. I don't know. I, 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 I you know, I, I do my best, right? And I do have, I, I actually, not to brag but I do have an obscene amount of money. Uh, you know, all the years of collecting, etc., and also grifting. You know, you, you want to learn some classic grifts? Anyone out there want to learn some grifts? Here's a good one. I call this one the Grunkle Surprise. You pay a bunch of hobos... Okay, it's complicated. Get, get a pen and paper. You pay a bunch of hobos a fish head apiece to dress up as an old-timey barbershop quartet. Then, you need to get six, not five, six live bats and a little guy dressed as a baby. Now here's the really important part. 
don't use an actual baby in this grift. I learned that the hard way. Wait, sorry, sorry. Just interrupt this thought for a moment. I can't remember how we got out of this one. Did we, did we die? Am, am I in the afterlife right now? I seriously can't recall. A dinosaur came for us. I must have done something really amazing personally myself. You know, maybe I, um... Oh, what do you know? It was actually... It was Seuss. You know, I think he's gonna make a good Mr. Mystery. Um, don't tell anybody this, but, uh, you know, I'm kind of proud of him. Push comes to shove. Hey, hey, w one second. Sup, dude? Oh, Seuss, what are you doing here? Oh, yeah, dude, I just, uh, I knew you were doing some commentary, and I, I thought I would bring you some, uh, cracker-flavored chipackers. Well, that, that's a thing? Yeah, dude, I just bought them. Have some. <laughs> All right, let's see, uh... Oh, my, oh, my goodness. They're crackers that taste just like chips that taste just like crackers. Oh. Oh, wow. Thanks, Zeus. Holy cow. Science mm. truly is an amazing thing. Uh, I also bought a bag of, uh, stuff from the Mystery Shack. I was hoping you could, uh... Sign these for me? All right, yeah, sure. Let's see. Well, we got a snow, snow globe, the old John Hancock. All right, let's see. We got a um, bumper sticker, Stan Pines, and a... What's this? A football? We don't sell footballs at the Mystery Shack, Zeus. Oh, yeah, you know, I was just thinking maybe before you leave for your big adventure with Ford, we could, I don't know, toss the old football around. Like, catch or whatever. Zeus, were you listening through the wall while I was recording this? No, dude, I swear I wasn't. All right. Okay, what the heck? You and me, huh? This is Grunkle Stan, and as I always say... Wait, no. This time you can say it with me, Seuss. No, no refunds, refund. dude! Alright, alright. So let's see, uh... Throwing the football around, you know, I'm an expert. <laughs> you know, you gotta... You gotta go long, and the secret is throw it as hard as you can to, to the other person's head. Like a Terminator. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, uh, you know, you're alright. <laughs> Thanks, Mr. Pine. What? I had four aces! That pig is a wizard! Look at him. He's taunting me. I've been cheating the last eight turns. <laughs> That's my girl.